0: golf and rock and roll? Not logical, but it is fascinating.
1: Playing down that big old fairway, don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going, before we were born to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on FM 96.9 The Game. Hey, bring me another bucket of balls.
2: We love it. And turn on the lights. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4, in the house, Holly G, and will Perry on uh, the eve of the first round of the Arnold Palmer Invitational we are back for bonus coverage tonight since uh, it is a very very special week here in Orlando and uh, to what s-
3: do we owe the pleasure back to back
2: Hey, we're back for season nine That's so true. hey we gotta milk it
3: I'll take it I'll take it what do we what do we have going on out there today?
2: Well to start with we want to thank Shot Navi for our special coverage of the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Shot Navi is Japan's number 1 sports activity tech company which has some of the best value priced uh, GPS product out there. Wearable watches uh, and all kinds of great GPS. Check them out. They have more
3: handheld units too.
2: handheld more data points navigation modes and greater accuracy at shotnavi.net we thank them so much for their support for our kickoff show for the ninth season will perry Ninth season
3: been with you now for about the last year and a half getting ready go, re- getting ready to go for the stretch run of of golf here getting into the major season we've got the masters coming up Middle of the Florida swing. I know this is my favorite time of year for golf.
2: Well, I, it seems like I was just sitting there watching an, an ad for the Masters during Christmas break going, really? Already? Yeah, well, it's like it's <laughs> they're like promoting when, the Masters. It's
3: like when Christmas uh, presents and, and all the lights and everything start to come out in all the stores right after, well, right after Halloween, Halloween. really. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Thanksgiving's, uh, you know, getting a backseat. Anyway, golf. Lots of golf going on uh, today out at Bay Hill, and uh, the weather, hmm, it was going to be interesting to see how the uh, early tee times fared. Kind of a mixed bag out there, Will. Um, we've got a great lineup tonight. We're going to have um, Marcy Doyle, who is the tournament director, on in our first segment to get an update on all the great things that are going to be happening over the next few days at the tournament. We're going to have Jeff Babino from Golf Week uh, giving us a report, and... Damon Hack from the Golf Channel. Long-time
3: buddy of yours.
2: Yes, as well as, uh, you know, one of Arnold Palmer's uh, very near and dear projects as an original founder and investor in the Golf Channel here in Orlando. And we have, you know, so much to be grateful for Arnold Palmer. But if you think about, too, the Golf Channel and how much more golf coverage we get to watch Thanks. It's almost to,
3: nonstop nowadays.
2: Yeah, it's absolutely he just you know uh he transcends golf. We know that on so many levels, so many ways he's he's given back. And uh we're gonna have a, a great show tonight. And so how about your boy? Emiliano sitting at the top, five under, sixty seven. Looking good. I was watching him on the putting green yesterday and uh doesn't seem like the early start bothered him today.
3: Definitely not. I mean, the the weather definitely cooperated more today than it probably did yesterday during the practice round. But, um, you know, it is Florida after all. So wait five minutes, and it'll be sunny again.
2: Yeah, and I thought, um, you know, Rory struggling a little bit, coming down the stretch late this afternoon.
3: Made a bogey on 18, right, I think we said. Yeah, and
2: ended up uh, plus two. That was a bit of a surprise. Uh, as well as Henrik Stenson,
3: plus three. Very surprising, considering he played as well as he did last week at at Innisbrook. Yeah,
2: and you would think that this kind of weather he'd be used to. Of course, you know those Euros—they know how to play in this in this crispy uh, ski cap weather here in Florida. For me,
3: anytime it j- drops below fifty, it bothers me. So,
2: uh, Zach Johnson, plus three. We'll run down some of the scores uh, for those of you who may be heading home. Tonight and wondering what happened today in the first round. Hideki Matsuyama. Plus one. Bit of a surprise there. Kind of a slow start for him. Yeah, I was trying to find a couple
3: of other surprises in there. No nobody else really in terms of, you know, big time players. I mean, there's definitely some high scores. I mean, a couple of the guys towards the end of the pack. Patrick Rogers, I mean, shot eighty three today. Ouch. Grayson Murray, another really young up and coming up and coming player, shot ten over. Um, So there's definitely some big scores out there.
2: Stewart Sink minus two, along with Jason Day, defending champ. So a real good start for the defending champion who uh, reminded us yesterday that, um, you know, he had a slow start last year. And then he went back to back Mm -hmm. with the API and the WGC. So
3: maybe he's got another little something up his sleeve. Yeah, Yeah. We haven't talked about him much this year at all.
2: No, he's you it's know It's been all about DJ. Yeah, and, and you know again he's had mm. I think a a little bit of um injury mm-hmm. you know going on again, but um you know we we know we know Jason when he gets uh when he gets it clicked in, he could go for quite a run and I think also he's somebody that um you know wants very much to get that number one ranking back
3: oh, I'm sure, but I mean he did mention that it was a big time burden though I mean it's not easy, kind of dealing with all of that pressure, having to continually perform week after week at the top of your game. I mean that can't be ne- can't be easy that's why we've seen so so much um volatility, yeah, with that over the last I mean pretty much since Tiger relinquished all of that
2: uh, Adam hadwin, the Canadian.
3: Another good start for him.
2: Another good start. Had to postpone his honeymoon. Yeah, right. That's
3: so sad. I mean, yeah. Hopefully his wife's not mad at him. But he he, he got a, a different kind of trip in his in his uh, back pocket. So he'll be heading to Augusta. Absolutely. So down the Magnolia Lane. I'm sure he'll be pumped about that.
2: Uh, let's see. Paul Casey minus two. He had a good start. Louis Oosthuizen and um, Keegan Bradley minus three. Charlie Hoffman minus three. Uh, so a lot of good a uh, lot of good players in the mix and we have a lot of golf coverage coming up tonight the Arnold Palmer Invitational round one special coverage to the golf insiders stay with us we'll be right back quite
1: an impact actually uh when he shanked that uh, three iron and hit me in the back of the head I can't believe I'm into this i really hate to lose asking
0: forgiveness Got this
2: We're back, the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house, Holly G, along with Will Perry. A uh, special bonus coverage tonight of the Arnold Palmer Invitational as we kick off our ninth season, Will. Uh, this coverage brought to all of our listeners by Shot Shotnavi. Shotnavi is Japan's number one golf GPS and... We're going to kick things off. We're
3: going to give one away.
2: Going to give away some swag because that's how we roll. Exactly. We're going to give away a Shotnavi, so stay tuned. Uh, that'll of, be a little bit later in the segment, show. Right, yeah, third segment, the third segment, I think. Segment. So, you know, we got a lot of good, lot of good coverage coming up. So um, take a look at all the GPS devices at Shotnavi.net. So, um, Will... There's a lot going on out at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. I can't wait to get out there on Saturday. The, they have so elevated the tournament, and there's so much more build-out. Uh, they've created a lot of extra viewing areas for the fans. Um, you know, it, it really does. It, it, feels, <laughs> it, it feels different.
3: Anything, any of those areas in particular that you noticed when you've been out there these couple days?
2: Um, well, a lot more grandstands, too. Which you're going to see. And then there are a number of fan experiences out there. Uh, You've got the Wine and Dine on the ninth Fairway, which is awesome. You've got Birdies and Barbecue, which is awesome. And then on Sunday, you have the Patriots Outpost, which um, if you've served in the military... You get uh, to, you know, you get a free ticket and your food and non-alcoholic drinks are free. You get to come hang out on the 9th, which is a, just a beautiful scenic home. Yeah, a it's hold. a great,
3: a raid great, uh, great with the clubhouse there in the background. A lot of open space to stand and, and watch with the grandstands on the right.
2: And of course, um, you know, all the ticket sales and everything going on uh, benefiting uh, Arnie's Army, Arnie's Army Foundation, which is now the umbrella organization for uh, the Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children and the Winnie Palmer Hospital for Women and Babies, so uh, a lot, a lot going on.
3: What? Well, so we got what, Denny on hold. What are some of Mr. your favorite? What are your, some of your favorite parts that you're you're kind of looking forward to getting out there? I know, especially for me. I love watching watching that 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 uh ending part there sixteen seventeen eighteen, them coming into sixteen. it can play like a par four at times, um really short par five of course, i sometimes ranging from anywhere from five hundred to five ten. Most of the long bombers will probably have a mid iron into that green
2: you probably remember was it last year that Zach had the albatross yeah, was
3: yeah that's right it i, I didn't it curl around, kind of came in there,
2: yeah not uh, very
3: common on that hole. No,
2: and then 17 uh 17 playing uh extremely tough yesterday into yeah. the wind. And um uh
3: That's no cakewalk there. And, and then didn't you say 18 was playing like driver four iron?
2: Yep. Ricky Fowler saying driver four iron yesterday and was hoping that that would not be the case on on Mon- Monday Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not Sunday.
3: Hopefully it's not a Monday finish. Uh, I don't think we'll have any bad weather, so we yeah. should be in good
2: shape Yeah, as well. So, um, yeah, we're we're waiting momentarily to see uh, if we get Marcy Doyle on the line, as uh, she's a she is a very busy woman. But we want to check in with her for this a is few that minutes. fun part
3: with doing things live. Right? Oh
2: yeah, and especially a, a busy busy week like this. So, uh, a few other things that are happening uh, in terms of the tournament. Lots, you know, lots of tickets left. You can go to. Arnold dot com to still purchase tickets and let's uh let's check out the the golf course how how it's looking um director of grounds is Chris Flynn and the tournament setup is seventy par seventy two seven thousand three hundred eighty one yards
3: pretty long actually
2: pretty one of long. The
3: longer ones uh, on tour
2: yeah and um the greens are tiff Eagle. The fairways overseeded perennial rye, as well as the tees. The guys are talking about the rough. Uh, how 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 tough it, it the can rough get, is? It can get
3: tough out there. It can really get thick. It's it's funny because you know being a local, we kind of you know talk about you know, Bay Hill and how it can play so differently for the tournament as compared to how it does during the year. And they really grow up that rough big time for the event.
2: All right. Well, we have the main the main woman. Uh, she's taken a few minutes out of her incredibly busy schedule. She is the tournament director for the Arnold Palmer Invitational, and uh, we're so uh, privileged to have a few minutes with her. Marcy Doyle, thank you so much for being on the show. Absolutely, Holly. Thanks for having me. Well, we were just talking a little bit before you jumped on about all the great activities going on, uh, the barbecue, the wine and dine, and the Patriots yeah. Outpost. But let's let's talk about the exciting news that's happened with... Mastercard extending its sponsorship and all the enhancements that are happening with the tournament to elevate the stature of the Arnold Palmer Invitational.
0: Absolutely. Well, we're really pleased that we have some great partners that have uh, basically come side by side with us and said we are all about this and moving, keeping it moving and growing for the future for Mr. Palmer's legacy. So we have Mastercard, who's our presenting sponsor, and they just announced. Uh, this week that this is their first year of four more years so they are back on board for presenting we had Hertz announce this week that they are back on board starting in 18 for four more years as associate sponsor and we have Orlando Health who has come on for the first time ever at this level as an associate sponsor Um, and they have signed on this is their first of four years so we have some incredible uh, partners that are supporting us uh, for the tournament to take it into the future, um, we also have our uh, the purse that has increased from six point three million to eight point seven million that 's amazing two point four million increase that 's fantastic absolutely and th- not only that they also the players get instead of a two year exemption they get a three year exemption so I think both of those things have really gotten the uh, the players' attention. Um, so, and we're we're so incredibly pleased with the players' response this year of coming to to pay tribute, and it's it's really been a celebration out here this week. So, we're really looking forward to going into the weekend to continue the celebration of Mr. Palmer. It sure
2: has. Uh, I I was watching uh, Brent Snedeker uh, as he was on the driving range during the opening ceremonies, and you were playing that wonderful mm-hmm. uh, video. Uh, just you know, stoically looking uh, at that video, and um, of course the the Mastercard commercial. Uh, what, you know, what would Arnie do? Uh, that's yeah. being released, which is just uh, I don't know how you
0: can watch that without tears <laughs> of joy. Without a doubt, without a doubt, and I just I love. It. They basically said we're going to we're going to replace our advertising, our typical promotion, Mastercard, and and what that product is, we're going to replace it with talking about Mr. Palmer and a tribute to him. And it's so incredible. It's um, it's a, a social program that they're doing, but it's called hashtag Arnie would like W O L D. So like you said, like, what would Arnie do? And they're, they're wanting people to just post things that they would do um, because that's the way Arnie would do it. And it's just, again, you talk about our partners that are just stepping up and showing an incredible, uh, tribute, and, and just putting the commercialism aside and saying, you know, Mr. Palmer, we, we love what you stand for, and we want to continue that legacy.
2: Absolutely. And also, the implementation of Arnie's Army Charitable Foundation as the host organization. Now, we know Arnie's Army was created to honor Arnold's um, legacy of giving back, uh, but tell, tell, tell our listeners how this came together
0: now. Yes. Well, so, you know, part of this was really we were started planning um, a number of years ago. It's been about three years ago now, um, realizing that, you know, Mr. Palmer won't be with us forever. And we wanted to make sure that we were um, doing the best that we could for long term for his legacy. So one of the things we did was put in place Arnie's Army. Charitable Foundation, um, so the, both the hospitals here locally uh, are, are still the primary beneficiary, both the Arnold Palmer and Winnie Palmer Hospitals, uh, but we wanted to be able to touch other areas and other organizations as well that affect um, children and their growth and um, mentoring programs and the such, so so we put in place Arnie's Army Charitable Foundation, and we basically now, the tournament, Arnold Palmer Invitational, rolls up under that foundation, um, so we are a, a nonprofit and part of that major umbrella. And we just hired a, a, a new CEO, um, about eight months ago and he's fantastic. He has incredible, um, charity background and a, just a true expert that's going to be able to come in and take this foundation to, uh, an, an awesome level where we're working with the tour players, um, and what their foundations are. We want to be putting together programs that, Um, these players, if they already have a foundation that we may be able to help them with, or if they haven't established one yet, that we can help put that into place. So it's just, again, really, really carrying on Mr. Palmer's legacy.
2: One of my favorite, Arnold, quotes is, the road to success is always under construction. And it comes as no surprise (laughs) that you would be taking this tournament to the next level. Let's talk about the fan experience, because I know you've done some things to uh, increase the you know the the fans opportunity out there this week
0: we really have um you know a number of things that we're, we're really about what the fans see and experience from um an arnold palmer standpoint as well as just enjoying the game of golf one of the things we've done is we have put general public seating on seven of our 18 greens this year um which again, we're about the, the general public being able to have the same experience that, you know, any corporate person would as well. So, um, we've put that, we have, uh, upgraded some of our different options, like our concessions and added more restrooms. And again, just making sure that the experience is great. We're actually selling, um, to Arnie's Army t-shirts and all those proceeds will be going to the foundation. And of course, it's, in Arnie's Army Green, and especially in celebration of St Patrick's Day, we love it. Um, so, yes, absolutely, so we'll be selling those on site. Um, so yeah, I think there's just there's just so many different things that we're trying to do to make sure that the uh, the fan really enjoys the moment. and they'll also see so many ways
2: that the players are also participating. Ricky Fowler, uh, having the Arnold Palmer umbrella logoed on both his hat and his shirt this week, and the shoes. These amazing,
0: shoes. oh
2: my gosh, <laughs> so that are going to get auctioned off. They, those are just yes. phenomenal.
0: Well, and and it's just fantastic. These guys have really gotten creative with how they pay tribute to Mr. Palmer. Those shoes are online right now, and I saw the latest bid was ten thousand dollars for them, and that all goes to Arnie's Army Foundation. So, mm. so they are. They're getting very creative. You know, we sent out the umbrella logo, and they they all have put it on there, whether it's their shirt, their golf bag, their hat. You know, you want to look for the umbrella because that's that's one of their ways of paying tribute. Um, certainly, they did as well with the opening ceremony, and we had almost every player out there that came out to hit that ceremonial first tee shot um, on Wednesday. And again, it just it served as that opening ceremony, as a, you know, really a tribute that the the city didn't have a chance to have when he first passed. So we really feel like the tournament overall is serving that for people to be able to come out and celebrate him. Um, But really that, that ceremony was served as a kickoff and, you know, the public was able able to enjoy it along with the tour players. And it was, it was a really, it was a very special moment.
2: And that unveiling of that 13 foot bronze statue. How many many photos do
3: you think will be taken at at that thing this week?
0: Great question. Can't wait to see that everywhere on social. Uh, We have already had so many folks going up to it and we have a, we have a camera that's capturing just how many folks are are going up and taking photos right now um and again it's 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 incredible. We unveiled it on Saturday with all our fourteen hundred volunteers uh, and then we did a a great lighting ceremony last night so that that will be lit um, once it gets dark each night the lights will come on so that will be lit um throughout the night so so yeah that's a that's it's a uh, a statue that mr. Palmer will be basically Um, watching over us uh, at all times there at the first tee, um, and that he's we're really going to feel his presence. Another element we have is uh, we have his golf cart that's going to be on 16, and it's placed there right where Mr. Palmer used to always sit and watch the tour players when they would come through, and it's right by the 18 scoreboard, um, and he basically used to sit there and chat with the guys as they came up to tee off at 16, and then he watched them on 18 green. So that cart with his clubs, Uh, is sitting there every day throughout tournament week, um, again, and to feel his presence and know that he's watching out for us.
2: Absolutely. Uh, Got a couple pictures of him there last year, Marcy, so uh, that's going to be super special. We're talking with Marcy Doyle, who is the head – woman behind this event, <laughs> the tournament director. I grabbed yeah, her up.
0: Team effort. Grabbed, team effort gra-
2: sure. grabbed her away from her hors d'oeuvres, I think. I'm, s- I'm sorry and really <laughs> appreciate your time, Marcy. Last question is, how do our listeners still get ter- tickets if they're interested in coming out this weekend? They can
0: go to ArnoldPalmerInvitational.com or your local store. All the public stores in Central Florida are carrying our tickets as well. All right.
2: Awesome. Marcy Doyle, tournament director for the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Thank you so much. We Thank appreciate you, spending some time. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, 96.9 The Game. Stay with us. More Golf Talk coming up.
1: Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, that's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play in pebble. Won't pay the price. I love my mule. I think it's nice It'd be good. It just
2: make a We're back, the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of by 4 in the house, Holly G, along with Will Perry. First round. Almost complete? in the books.
3: Pretty close. I think there's a couple players out there still finishing. I've got the leaderboard. Ryan Ruffles coming up six, uh coming up seventeen at three under. Uh, There might only be a handful of groups on the golf course still, maybe two or three. But uh, leader coming in at minus five, tied with Matthew Fitzpatrick, actually. He must have birdied uh, 18 Ah, there. Yes. Solid young player. They're both at minus 15, uh, minus 15, minus five. Lucas Glover, Paul Casey, Charlie Hoffman all at minus four. And a tie for third right behind them. Yeah, Charlie
2: making a a birdie coming in there at the end. So it does look like the afternoon tee times did uh, benefit the players a little more than the uh, crispy morning.
3: Paul Casey had a a heck of a back nine, actually, with four birdies after doubling number eight. So
2: it can be done. Our 17 and Arnold 18. Palmer coverage brought to you by Shotnavi, Japan's number one golf GPS. Check them out at Shotnavi.net. We'll waste no more time. We're going to go to Jeff Babineau from Golf Week, who's been uh, working hard in the press room all this week. Hey, Babs.
3: Hey, Holly, doing well? How's it going, sir? Good to talk with you again. It's been a while.
4: Good to, chat with you. Good to have the hometown game, and the uh, API is off and running.
2: It sure is, and it's been a fun couple of days, hasn't it, Babs? Um, your thoughts so far.
4: Yeah, it really has. I mean, it's been just a warm couple of days, really, just some nice uh, memories of Arnold Palmer and, you know, the different views that players have, There's so many stories. I mean, even and with fans, too. You know, you touch everybody. Everybody has an Arnold Palmer story, and it's kind of cathartic to get out there and share them and, and walk around there, and the course is just in fabulous condition. And Brent Settica was telling me that to him was the biggest shame that Arnold didn't see the golf course this year because it's just beautiful out there.
2: Well, the the warm winter certainly has probably helped a little bit, but we know that, uh, you know, it was always the, the course condition that was most uh, most important to Mr. Palmer.
4: Yeah, he loved to get it in good shape. He loved to have it tough, you know, uh, the year when they rolled out new greens out there and Guys were hitting nine irons, and they were bouncing eight feet in the air. He loved it. He loved that stuff. He would love the rough this year and the fact that it's penalizing. You know, if you don't hit fairways, you can't penalty. So we saw a lot of high scores out there today because it's playing tough. The weather played into that, but, you know, Mr. Palmer always liked it tough.
3: Do you think that's going to be the case kind of going through the weekend as well and obviously into tomorrow? Or do you think they'll kind of ease back on it a little bit?
4: I think they could ease back on it a little bit. I think. I think you'll you'll still see some scoring. I mean, it's you know, uh, Grio today shooting five under, and and Matthew Fitzpatrick getting there. Neither one of those guys are the longest players. You know, obviously they uh, had to keep their ball playing pretty well, and and uh, I think you'll see. You know, there are there is scoring out there. You just have to play very well to do it.
2: Were you surprised a little bit uh, with some of the? I mean, Henrik, uh, who a lot of people I think were had had as their pick, starting off a little rough here, three over.
4: Yeah, I mean, it, it, the course will get you. You know, Rory, a couple over. I thought he played better. Kind of, you know, hoping Sam Saunders put a nice number up and it'd be nice to have him on the board. You know how much it means to him. Uh, he shot a couple over. And, but, I mean, there were some big scores. You know, Brooks Kepka, Tommy Fleetwood, six over pars. I mean, guys were barely cracking 80 out of there, Some of the world's best players. So, it can get away from you quick at Bay Hill. That's the thing. I mean, there's some holes where an errant shot doesn't cost you one. You know, if you're hitting it in the rocks in 18, you're making double or worse, and, and you're signing for a high one.
3: How long was 18 kind of playing in there today with the second shot? I know yesterday Ricky was talking about having to hit four iron during the practice round.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think guys in there today, if they drove it well, we're looking in the 180, 190 range. Uh, but... Still
3: not all that easy. No, not that easy.
4: I mean, if you think about it, once you get past that 13th hole, it's tough. And uh, especially the years they made 16 into a par four, there was no breather at all coming in. Uh, I like 16 as a par five. It's kind of the last last sure shot you have coming in. The par threes are tough. You know, we know how tough 17 plays. And if you need a four to win this tournament on Sunday at 18 at Bay Hill, uh, you really got to earn it.
2: Yeah, as, as Jason Day, somebody asked him, you know, what's the what's the best way to play 18? And he said, right rough, back left bunker, mm-hmm. which is how he played it last year. But I don't think he'd yeah. want to try to replicate that for back-to-backs.
4: No, you get that right rough. And all of a sudden, if you're tempted to try and pull up that shot.
2: That can uh, be deadly.
4: You know, John Bailey today, who actually played pretty well, shot a couple over. He played his last eight, I think, in uh, one under. And he may I watched him make it 11 one day. Everyone remembers him making 18 at number six, but he got in the rocks and made 11 at uh, 18. But he only made six today, so that was a sign of progress. And uh, on he went, played front side decently, and he's in there a couple over par.
2: Did you get a chance to talk to Jason yesterday at all, uh, Jeff? After the press conference, um, you know, interesting now. Uh, certainly, Arnold's. Uh, health was failing last year. We we all knew that. But um, you know, he's the last guy to get that handshake and uh be presented the, the trophy from the king.
4: Yeah, I mean that's neat. That's always gonna live with him and that's kind of a really neat thing. And it was neat he had his little boy who was there, you know, and his wife, his little girl, and I mean that's that's a neat picture they'll have forever. And uh you know a lot of a lot of these guys tell great stories. Many years when winners would win at Bay Hill uh, the night would end in, in the clubhouse bar in there with Arnold. Uh, Ernie Els did that, having beers and listening to Arnold talk about the old days. And, and I remember Rocco Media did that one year, and he was runner-up. He and Arnie had a good time after. And those were just nice times, good memories for those guys. And Arnold just loved listening to the players. He loved connecting with the younger players. He had time for everybody. And uh, as you said coming in, I mean, it's just kind of neat that he wasn't a guy up in the office and no one really – had any contact with? He was a guy who everybody had time with and had a story with. So uh, it's a meaningful, meaningful week for a lot of people this week. All
2: right, Bab. So uh, it's that it's that it's that time when I got to ask you the big question: Who who are you picking?
4: Yeah. Who am I picking? I well, I mean, going into the week, I, I thought you might see some chalk at the top. You know, a day or a Rory and Rory's off to a tough start, but I think he can work his way back in. I mean, it's not like the leader's got away. I still would, would look at those two and making some run here in the, the next few days and uh being in the hunt somewhere on Sunday or who knows, maybe we'll get one of these young kids. There's plenty of them on the board as well.
2: Well, I'm 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 rooting for a guy named Sam Saunders. Wouldn't that be a story?
4: Huh. Yeah, there wouldn't be too so many dry eyes on that one.
2: Could could be the best Cinderella story. Ever.
4: That'd be pretty good. That would be that would be really good.
2: All right. Thank you so much, Jeff Babineau from Golf Week. Check out all their coverage at golfweek.com. Thanks so much, my friend. You got it, guys. Anytime. All right. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, 96.9 The Game. More golf talk coming up. Well, I don't want to
4: take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf, then I had to teach them to sing, and then I taught them to play various instruments. None of which they
0: do very well. I want my dream. Yeah, yeah, really not so to me. We're back. The
2: Golf Insiders wrapping up an hour of intelligent right. golf talk. Holly G and right. Will Perry. Another fast-paced hour. Yeah. Indeed. Brought to you by Shotnavi, Japan's well, number one golf GPS. Check out all their GPS products at Shotnavi.net and... It's that time. We're going to give away some swag. Free stuff. We are giving away a shot, Navi, to caller Sorry, number... Sorry, Chris
3: can't get it, though. Four. Caller number four. You hear that? Four. Caller
2: number four, 407-916-8255, 407-916-8255, 407-916-8255. Caller number four for your shot, navy. And we'll waste no more time because uh, this is a man that's been very busy this week, as has his whole team at the Golf Channel, bringing us uh, just unbelievable coverage, not only of the Arnold Palmer Invitational, but, of course, all the wonderful memories and the documentary series uh, that they did on Arnold Palmer really has been just an incredible celebration. Damon Hack from Morning Drive joining us. Hello, my friend.
1: Holly G. and crew, what's going on? Good evening to you.
2: Uh, have you warmed up a little bit? I was thinking, you know, you guys uh, you know, needed a, a couple of space heaters this morning.
1: Yeah, we didn't have any of those, but a lot of us decided to wear like three or four layers as if we were about to take on a double black diamond in uh, Snowmass and Aspen. So we were definitely bundled up. But i tell you what, it couldn't dampen uh, our spirits. It's been great being out at Bay Hill each day. We've got wall-to-wall coverage, starting with morning drive. You know, we've had live from the Golf Channel pregame show and Golf Central, and, and then, of course, the, the coverage. It's just been great. Everybody's, you know, it's not it's not the same feel as it was in the fall when everyone had heavy hearts. This is more of a of a celebration of a great life where we're happy to be a part of, uh, you know, some healing and some fun and some great memories.
3: What is kind of, you know, kind of going off that, a kind of perfect segue, what is kind of your feeling in terms of how things could kind of progress over the next couple of years with some of the announcements and... And how some of the atmosphere will will be being a fan and and both a, a fan of the game and and obviously of the tournament.
1: Yeah, well, it's interesting. You know, a couple of years ago, the PGA Tour tried to take a pretty affirmative step by having you know tournaments like Bay Hill and the Memorial. You know, kind of mean a little bit more a three-year exemption if you win, as opposed to two uh, increased purses to kind of protect these fields and and keeping the the players coming to Bay Hill and to Mirfield Village, you know, after, you know, Arnold Palmer's passing, and and God forbid, hopefully we have, uh, we still have Jack Nicklaus around for a long, long time, but to protect these tournaments so they don't kind of fall uh, to the fate of, of the Byron Nelson, and, you know, if not for, for Jordan Spieth being a proud Texan, you know, that, that field wouldn't be, you know, much that, that we would talk about. Thankfully, he likes to patronize Texas tournaments, so you are going to get Jordan Spieth in Fort Worth and get Jordan Speeth in Irving, so I think there's you know at the start of the week there was some disappointment at the players who who were not here uh, in Orlando. It's some surprises, Spieth being one of them. Phil Mickelson, uh, another. Dustin Johnson not here. Um, but I'm very happy that the players who are here are doing their level best to to, to remember the king. And you've got five great co-chairs uh, in Tom Ridge and Annika Sorenstam, Curtis Strange, uh, you know Graham McDowell. And Peter Jacobson, I mean these five are, are are trying to do what what Arnold could and and always used to do, which was just put a great face on this tournament. The golf course is in terrific shape, and the players that are here are are saying and doing the right things
2: yes, and I think as Sam Saunders mentioned in the press conference uh you know his his father would not be in any way disappointed, he knows uh you know that these guys have schedules and uh, they'll if they're not here this year, they'll be here another year, um, and and I think what the players are doing, how some of them are wearing the, you know, the umbrella and Ricky Fowler with his shoes that he's auctioning off. We just got word; I think the latest bid is ten thousand dollars for those incredible <laughs> shoes. You know, all going to Arnie's Army. That's all great stuff.
1: It really is, and and I think as the years go on, I, I think people will. We'll continue to remember Arnold Palmer. I mean, I love the unveiling of the statue on Saturday. That is now, you know, bathed in light uh, in the nighttime hours. There have been a ton of people stopping by to take pictures. Uh, a lot of us on morning drive and been lucky enough to spend some time in, in Mr. Palmer's office. Uh, we were there this morning. My colleague Gary Williams did a nice Facebook Live, had just thousands of people following and asking questions. We took a picture to kind of start our show uh, my colleague Matt Janella has done some really nice interviews with volunteers and people on the ground so we're we're trying to uh to give Arnold Palmer his due because uh you know I would say he and and Mickey Mouse are probably the two most famous uh, residents Orlando has ever had and you know and I laugh but uh, I interviewed a family today the Ike family that uh, had a baby born in Winnie Palmer Hospital 110 days uh premature and how important the NICU the neonatal intensive care unit um, the great work that they do in the hospitals and as a father of triplets who had you know three boys born premature and spent their own time in the NICU I know the great work uh, that the hospitals like those do.
2: Yes and, and we know one of the great things about professional golf is the volunteers and I thought it was uh, so special that they did that unveiling you know with the volunteers on Saturday and the members out at Bay Hill uh, of the statue. I know uh, I was talking to one of the women in the uh, Media Center. She, you know, this is her 38th year. And, you know, there's so many volunteers that have been with this tournament for such a long time. It's remarkable.
1: It really is. And wherever you go, in, in the grill room, uh, in the locker room, you know, on the grounds, in the pro shop, it, it's amazing the faces that you see over and over again. You're right. I mean, these folks, you know, really grew up with Arnold Palmer. I mean, the, the golf course opened in 61. Uh, he bought it in, in, in the early seventies and, and it was a PJ tour event since 1979. So, uh, there've been a lot of people that have been volunteers at that golf course and that tournament for a long, long time as a robust membership, a uh, Robert Dameron, a PJ tour winner who is on morning drive. Uh, his father was always a part of, uh, the, the Bay Hill shootout with, with Arnold Palmer. And, and there's just so many great stories. And Sam Saunders, who was kind enough to join morning drive yesterday, you know, told some great stories and anecdotes and, We all remember his incredibly moving eulogy last year at the memorial service where, you know, I think he emerged uh, a different person really as the face of the Palmer family going forward.
2: Yeah, he did did an amazing job during a very tough time. Uh, I got a a quick couple minutes with him yesterday, Damon, and he said, I'd rather win this tournament this week than any other in my career. No surprise.
1: Totally believe it. And he played so well today, had a couple of – Miscues coming in, unfortunately, doubled the 18th hole to finish at two over par. But he, you know, has to have a good Friday uh, to play on the weekend. But you got to, you know, if 2016 and the moment of the year was his eulogy, I, I think 2017, the moment of the year, if he was to somehow, uh, you know, marshal his forces and have a great weekend and win this golf tournament, I don't think there'd be a dry eye in the house.
2: Absolutely, and I really encourage uh, anybody out there to, you know, if they haven't got a ticket yet, to to go out this weekend. Uh, I think this is really a chance for Orlando, you know, to celebrate pa- Mr. Palmer, you know, especially after uh, his passing in the fall, and uh, of course they had the ceremony in Latrobe. But this is, you know, now our chance to really celebrate his life as Orlando residents.
1: No question about it. And and how lucky are we to have had him, you know, for as long as we did. You know, he lived a, a wonderful life, 87 years, helped so many people. Never turned down an autograph. Wrote his name legibly. Made every person around him feel like the most important person in the room. Uh, I'm lucky that he chose golf. We're lucky that he chose golf and that he passed our way for as long a time as he did.
2: Absolutely. Uh, let you go. We just got a 30 seconds left, David. I think also you have a special on Saturday, is it, 2 o'clock?
1: Yes. Mike Tarrico, The Life and Legacy of Arnold Palmer. Check it out uh, 2 p.m. on NBC on Saturday.
2: All right. Damon Hack, Morning Drive, the Golf Channel. Thanks, guys, for all your fantastic coverage. We appreciate it. Well, we know who always you're picking. A pleasure. All right. Will?
3: Picks? I'll go with Paul Casey. You're
2: going to go with Paul Casey. Ooh. Ooh. Your boy's at the top of the leaderboard. I know. Do I get two? I'm going with Emilio. You always pick two. I'm going with Emilio. And I'm going with Ricky Fowler. You heard it. All right. I'm going for those shoes. And I'm going to go... Make a little bid right now. All right. All right. All kinds of coverage this weekend. The Arnold Palmer Invitational. Go buy a ticket. Go support the King and Arnie's Army. We love you. We'll be back at our regular time Wednesday, 6 to 7, next week. We're out of here. Bye-bye.